Welcome to TLDR. I'm your host, Hunter Guthrie, small business owner and financial wizard. And your co-host, Jake Webster, real estate advisor and entrepreneur. We connect Alaskans with the leading voices in business and entrepreneurship and the experts that helped them get there. Brought to you by Coho Financial, Vested AK Real Estate Advisors, and recorded at the First Great Financial Studios. Episode 21. Today we are joined by Matt Zagula. He is a fantastic mentor of mine, and I'm very appreciative of him being in my life. Um, he is an author and the business owner, multiple business owners, and in particular the one I'm most involved in is the Smart Advisor Network. Um, which is a network of uh, financial advisors and uh, insurance agents helping get people out of debt, eliminate taxes primarily. And um, he's also an author. I have read his book, I don't know, three times or so, which is the uh, Smart Retirement book here. And welcome onto the podcast, Matt, and we're glad to have you. It's wonderful to be with you guys. The business is a great business, Hunter. It's just got to, it, you got to give it time. Just mm-hmm. keep getting a little bit better every day. And if I was going to, tell you synergistically what I like about the two of you working together. It's, it's, you know, debt is an epidemic and great wealth is created through real estate. Mm, and that's yeah. true. Yeah. Now it doesn't mean they shouldn't have other things, but if you were going to pair two perfect things together, it's life insurance, cash value, life insurance, in particular, good whole life insurance and real estate developers, because if there's huge policies, they don't have to go to the bank to borrow the money. They borrow it out of their own cash value. So that whole debt free for life thing is pretty cool. Have you, have you shown uh, Jake that? A little bit. We still gotta. He still gotta do some learning and believing first. Oh, no, no, <laughs> well, no, listen, Jake, Jake. They gave the, the the reason that program exists is because a, 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 an advisor who I like a lot brought this the spreadsheet to me from this program called um, Bank on Yourself. And I, I'm looking at this thing and I go, "This is bullshit. This this isn't right." Because I'm like. This math is wrong. I'm positive, right? So I have an actuary in-house. I've got I've got a forensic accountant in-house, and my programmer has an advanced degree in mathematics. So I said, well, whole life, one thing is true that you know it always restores back to where you're supposed to go. But what, what I what I I just the math didn't add up. It just wasn't right, right? Mm-hmm. So we go on this crazy like math geeking out shit where we're they're spreadsheeting. The spreadsheet's like an or, an accordion that just keeps on going out. And everything you put in is amortizing, amortizing, amortizing. And then finally, I realized, well, the error is that they're, they're taking that money and put it into a side account. If you snowball the next debt, it would actually work better. So we started, like, theorizing how it would work better. And damn, I'm not telling you, man. I was surprised, Jake. I didn't believe it either. I didn't start from a, a position of belief. I go, that's a really good idea. I'm like, that is actually really good if you're young. You know, it doesn't skew to older ages because the cost of insurance gets in the way. Yeah. But if for a young for a young person, flowing money through a heavily paid up edition policy like Hunter knows how to build, it's a really good idea. And it pairs beautifully with cash flow creating commercial real estate. So if you start pairing those two off against each other, it actually is it's legit. Hmm. It is legit. That's I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm an unbeliever. I just on the it's, it's, the learning. It's weird. That's, yeah, why, that's why I said he's on the learning well, and has to believe still stage. And I came from a finance background. Yeah. That's what I was doing when I moved up from California. And uh, my my mentor was 20-year terms, all you really need, keep li- uh, cash liquidity. He wants, uh, yeah, he wants to have control of his money. So um, I know a little bit about you, but I'm curious. What, what got you started with um, Smart in general, like the, the whole entire uh, thing? 
you know, I, I, I started in the financial planning business pretty young because my mother was a, a stockbroker. My father was a trial lawyer. So at the dinner table, it was law and finance, money, investing, you know, problems, litigation. I mean, it, so I, I actually started Hunter before smart. I, I was really focused in on um, helping lawyers that were dealing with trust issues mm-hmm. more on the insurance based side for tax planning and estate planning. That's really where I got started. And then smart, I just realized that the majority of folks were struggling with taxation as they earned more. And there were a lot of taxation issues being built as they approach retirement. So the idea of smart, the strategic movement around retirement taxation, just made sense to me. And, you know, it was a, I guess, a smart thing to think about, you know, how do, how do we get around taxation as we, uh, get older and we approach our retirement years where our assets instead of saving into them need to start providing income to us. And the difference between it being taxable versus being tax free or tax preferential was such a big deal. The reason I'm happy to be with you guys is that between you, you know, you understand the financial products that are available uh, on the market and Jake understands real estate. And when you put those two together, that's how you actually build a great retirement by, by marrying those two concepts together. Yeah. And did you envision smart being way more than just taxation when you first started it then? And you know, this giant, I wouldn't say giant, but the organization it's grown into now with your network of advisors and all that. There's quite a, there's quite a few of them. And we've got a bunch of agencies that are affiliated with us. And uh, I really, it's interesting. I, I don't always keep, full track of the, of the, of the total number of advisors that use our systems, because in particular, one group is, is, is viewed as one advisor, but I know now they've got 190, we've got 270. So it's a quite a few financial advisors around the country. You know, mm-hmm. problems, there's one thing about problems in general that I find is that if there's a problem out there, having a collective group of like-minded people solving it together usually results in, in, in a better a better result. You know, you together thinking things through has, has changed the group from what it originally was quite a bit, you know, based on people bringing these stuff. You know, we, we, we have a debt program. I never thought we'd have a debt program, but a really smart advisor brought it to me and like, not like a smart, but like a really intelligent human being. And today, hey, you know, would you look at this? And I'm like, Oh, look at it. And I'm like, I just don't know. You know, I think there's some things here we need to think about differently. And then kind of just geeked out mathematically for, you know, a couple of weeks. And then in 2017, that popped out, you know, so it's, uh, you know, everything's been an overnight success. It's all just taken five to 10 years to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause now, I mean, I, I joined smart. I think we'd have been like two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, something like that. And, you know, even just then there's been a lot of, a lot, a lot of growth in what's, what's offered and the programs you push out. So. Yeah. You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, and, and folks like you make it kind of happen because I, it's, it's not easy. I work with clients every day, you know, so it's, it's working with clients and then taking those experiences and turning them into usable ideas that the whole group can benefit from. And, and we're just, you know, it's hard to do, you know, the, software changes take forever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, marketing changes take forever. So everything we're trying to do to improve always takes 10 times longer. It's funny. I think Jake, I don't know if you read this book too, but you know, Grant Cardone wrote, uh, you know, um, the 10 X book, right. 
and and, I, and I've actually heard him speak, and I, I actually have a friend that's a friend of his, and he, he's kind of a lot to take. He's a huge personality, <laughs> yeah, right? Agreed. But 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 the uh, and it's not really my personality. You know, I'm more like a Brian Tracy kind of nice kind of guy, not like a uh, in your face kind of you know alpha guy. But um, but there's one thing that's cool about that book is is the fact that it's not about 10xing your life really. If you really read the core of the book, it's that everything takes 10 times longer. It's 10 times harder. And it's really a book about persistency. You know, if you quit, you're never going to win, you know? So it's, it's the commitment to never quitting that really creates winners, you know? And I think that that's, what's awesome. So we just plod through, you know, I don't get things done as fast as I want. I'm upset 90% of the time with our, 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 our follow-up getting done when it mm-hmm. should get done. But, you know, you just, in life, you got to do the best that you can, you know, and it's not always perfect. It never is perfect almost, but uh, you, you got to do it with a smile on your face, you know, and that's kind of what we've done. I really appreciate you being a member. And, you know, and I think that, uh, that, that it's about professionally, you know, whether that's real estate or investing and, 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 and tax, it's about being around people that can help you get better. You know, and I do the same thing. You know, I've got groups I belong. I'm older, so now mine's like you know, a little different. Like, how do you how do you get old and be happy and stay in shape or some shit like that? You know, but <laughs> it's, it's, no, yeah, it's no different, you know. What I I I want to butt in and ask a selfish question because I'm yeah. in one of those seasons where uh, persisting is something that I need to do. Yeah. But it's been it's been a difficult year for me in my business. Uh, some some unexpected uh, curveballs. What? What has helped you stay focused and take those next steps in your career? That's a great question. And honestly, I really, I really, it's a meaningful question because um, belief, the only thing that'll get you through the hard times is belief. Hmm. And the first person you need to sell is yourself. Okay. Meaning if you don't have that unwavering belief in what you're doing, that you're delivering incredible value, that you're going to ascend to be one of the greatest in that area of, of all time, then you're just not going to make it. You got to believe, mm-hmm. you know, and what you'll find is you'll look back on this year. <clears throat> and if, if you can find enjoyment during the pain, you could smile, you can laugh you can come on a podcast, you know, have a beer with your friend and tell stories and deal with it and not become a grumpy, you know, a grumpy guy in the corner, man, that's what it's all about. The, the, the hard times will make you into what you become, which will be great. But it it's about how you deal with that, but you don't get through if you don't believe. It's belief is the number one thing. Mm, yeah. That's encouraging. Yeah, I think I'm on, I'm on the tail end of that. Like there there was definitely a, a, a valley where I, I didn't like how I was reacting to things. I didn't feel like I had a lot to give anyone, and that's not me. That's so foreign to me. So it's, mm-hmm. it's on the uptick, but that's, that's very encouraging. Thank you. What's awesome about being honest about it is the fact that <clears throat> when you feel the worst, there, there's one thing that is definitely true. And I think I've told, I've told you this maybe a couple of times, but I don't talk about it all the time, Hunter, uh, is that motion is the precursor to emotion, right? So when you feel the worst, that's when you need to physically do something, right? So for you, you guys are in that beautiful Alaska out there. I don't know if that's take a walk in the mountains. You got to do something or go fishing or, you know, trying to hunt a bear to king. Hunting out there is real. I mean, a bear can kill you. I mean, hunting around here is a little little baby doe running around. They shoot them. I, 
really don't respect that. You know, like in Africa, you get killed by the, the things you try to. There are yep. things you guys do that are cool. Out. You guys are like real, oh, real. Alaska's trying to kill you every day. <laughs> I, I love that. that. <laughs> it sharpens your saw, right? Yep. So what I think that you got to do is just go out and engage in a, in a, in a physical activity, you know, where it, 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 it just changes you. Like it's your lowest low when you're like, I just want to sit in the corner, you know, sulk, or I'm going to drink that whole bottle of booze, or I'm going to sit here and burn one or whatever, whatever people do to, 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 to de- quote unquote decompress. That's when you don't decompress. That's when you press. See, during the resistance is whenever you get growth, you know, so motion is the precursor of emotion. And the motion we want here is belief. So I really appreciate you sharing that. That's pretty awesome. You guys talk yeah. this openly, you know, and, you know, everybody wants to come on here and say, I'm the best all the time. I'm the best. And no one's the best all the time. People have doubts nine times out of 10, man. You know, sometimes I wake up in the morning. I'm like, wow, you know, I've had miserable experiences in business. I've had miserable experiences in life. You know, I, Hunter, I, I think I've possibly talked a little bit about this. I had, I broke my neck, you know, so back in actually in that door right back there, right over there, I used to have a, a room with, it was a padded room. So I'd have these guys come in. One was from the UFC. One was from Bellator and uh, one was like cage warriors or something. And I'd, and I'd do jujitsu with them and kickboxing back. I was young, a lot younger and all, all this gray hair. And I love that shit. But one time I'm like, hey, something's not really right. So I go to Florida, I sneeze and I'm, I just get these pains. I think I'm having a stroke, you know? So I, I go, ah, you're fine. He's poor muscle. Months later, a good friend of mine who played in the NFL says, you know, you got to go see this doctor. I broke my neck. I actually in, in collapsed my disc. So I get the surgery. In the surgery, they say, hey, your heart wasn't beating right. Go, you heart was beating right. So I had to went from a neck surgery, from a broken neck to a heart surgery to get an ablation. And I had terrible anxiety. To this day, I still, motion can set me off. So I could be driving and have to pull off the road. It's embarrassing. You know, I'm the, mm. supposed to be this big guy that leads people, right? I, sometimes I get in a situation, I'm like, I got to get the fuck off the road. You know, I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. go, you know? And, and, and it's crazy, but, uh, you know, it's, it, it's about being real with yourself. You know, no one's perfect. Whoever you're looking at on TikTok or on, on YouTube or, you know, uh, Instagram or whatever, man, that shit's manufactured. You know, the, the reality is everybody has struggles. And when you're on your lows, lowest lows, the best thing to do is not decompress, it's depress and have motion that, that drives your emotion. And that's the emotion you want is really um, going to be belief in yourself. You know, I can get through, you know, and I can always get through. I just don't always get through gracefully. Sometimes it's, <laughs> it's embarrassingly shameful. You got to fall I get through it. it. Yeah. yeah. I need to be pushed through, you know. That, I so. mean, that's that's part of this show is that transparency and getting into the authentic behind the scenes, uh, what what's going on, the emotion, all of that. And it it yeah. is, the common thread is there's, it's not always beautiful. The real is raw. And yeah. We, we live in a culture that doesn't want to highlight that as much. It's the instant yeah, success. Everything's the, supposed to look perfect and be perfect. And right. It's all bull- you know, uh, it's, 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 you, you got to push, you know, and, and, and the, the, the biggest thing that I think defines a lot of where we are socially and politically and economically is that everything's supposed to be perfect. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to have problems, mm-hmm. you know. But problems can't be easily fixed. They, they have to be worked through, you know. And I think that 
a lot of the problems we have in all of those areas are that people want a quick fix. They it's want they want everything to be easy, and nothing's easy. Mm. Nothing good. Nothing good or worth having is easy. You know. Yeah, yeah. The easy stuff isn't doesn't tend to last as long. It's the the beauty and the chaos. The the journey is more important than the destination. Yeah, I, I, that's a great, very well said. And, and I mean, you just shared this, I think this week or maybe last week about during that tip, that period, that was some of your best, you know, performing years too, as far as like, you Oh, know. I, I had, I had a, I had a, a year where I had a, um, so I had a, a deal that got blown up and, um, it was a deal on a very wealthy family. I mean, one of the wealthier families that any financial person or real estate person, whatever me. Right. And, um, they were good people, man. I really liked them. And I, to this day, they're good people, but they were in, in the medical field and they were, they got hit with a, a billing irregularity by the federal government and they seized all their collateral. So all of these very complex financially engineered solutions that we had that were very tax efficient just exploded. Well, in, in the context of that, I had to give a million dollars back right? mm. so of, of money. Yeah, that was part of the deal with, the federal government, right? So um, I gave it to him. You know, it sucked, but I gave it to him. But I already paid tax on it. So I asked him, I said, can you get the IRS to give me the tax back before I give you this? And of course, they're like, that's a different part of it, right? So it kind of was extra punitive because I had to do a million after tax. Well, at the same time, I was having a dispute with a, a company on uh, that I created sales tracks for, a big marketing organization. They Marketing organizations train financial advisors on stuff. And it's kind of something that Hunter knows I'm not a big fan of, but I, that's where my roots were. And I was training all these guys. And so we get into it and they, they want to like cease and desist me from speaking to anybody. I'm like, that's bullshit, you know? So I spent another million dollars on fees. So I was 2 million upside down. So I did have a good year that year. I, I think I probably brought in, you know, 5 million or so in revenue, but I think I made zero Hunter. I lived off my savings account. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, was eating, I was eating ramen noodles, man, and, and drinking like, Miller Lite or something. I like Miller. Well, you well, you only you only shared the rosy picture last time, so that's how I got the real truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sucked. But I mean, yeah. uh, and then the, the next year, I just like I got to re-engineer all this, you know. But and and I think sometimes you get entrenched in these in these problems, like with those guys, like the family that got jammed up. I can't control that, you know. Why do bad things happen? You know, it's like asking why do why is it why is it cloudy out today? I you know I don't know, but I can't yeah. control it. You know, it happens. You deal with it, so you, you you don't get a sunny day. Big deal, you know. So uh, and I and I kind of was okay there, but in the, in disputes when, when we have disagreements with people, we tend to really dig our heels in. And I think this is maybe more of a guy thing than than a girl. Thing. I don't know. Maybe girls do too, but they seem to be more like willing to like hug and make you know, make up at the end of it than guys. They get mad at a guy. That guy was an asshole to me in the sixth grade. I'm still mad at him. You yeah. know, like we're a really different guy, right? You know. Yeah. So the point was, I, I was I got really irrevocably committed to fighting this thing, and it was stupid, you know. And I, I burned all kind of money, and it wasn't worth it. And at the end of the day, I think. Um, as you get a little older and the sooner you could make this happen, I always tell people in times when things are hard, it's better to be hard on your body, physically move, do more and soft on your mind, you know, soften your mind. And, and I think that if you can learn that younger, it probably will make you happier, wealthier and healthier, you know, really yeah. by, by doing that. a softer mind and, and, and being 
and you, you create a softer mind by being harder on your body. You know, get that thing out there, walk up the hill, you know, go to the kickboxing class, lift some weights, do some biking, swim, whatever you do. Just be a little harder on your body and a little softer on your mind, you know. I like that. Yeah, we're, we're working on him being a little softer on his mind. He's got some pretty pretty negative self-talk sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mindset, man. Yeah. It happens. It's, you know, it's really weird. Uh, Hunter, were you on the thing where I showed you my back rooms, how weird I am? Yeah, I've only heard. I've never seen. Yeah, so um, I, I would love to be able to take you. I don't think I get down on a laptop or I take it. But, like, li- literally, being good to yourself is really, really important. So in the back, I've got saunas back there i've got red light rooms back there i've got meditation chairs back there you know and there's a lot of great stuff you can do and if you really are dealing with that jake then what you want to look at is you know what, what could you do so like monroe institute has the uh has a program what's that thing called the gateway experience i think that's very good for retraining your mind um although he's a little bit of a weirdo and he has a little bit of a spotty past you know, the, the, the real, one of the, one of the, one of the real founders of, you know, retraining your brain was Richard Bandler. And Bandler was from, uh, uh, his claim to fame came from an interview at Marshall University, actually, ironically, in West Virginia. But he has programs about softening the mind, and they are really good. And, and it's about slowing down and, and, and taking, I still work with a guy all the time, and he's very expensive to, in, in La Jolla, California. You know, to, I mean, I do weird shit. He'll work on like chakra training, you know, meditation, you know, uh, hypnosis. I do it all because I want my brain to be healthy. I want my, my mind to be to be in the game. You know, I don't want to be somebody who's, um, uh, you know, everyone can act like they got everything together. You don't, you got to work on it, you know, mm. you got to work on all that stuff. And you, and sometimes we need help, you know, and I, and I, I, I choose and I like to have people helping me. I feel like I help others better when I've got people who are better than me helping me, you know? I think so. I mean, that's definitely, you're learning and you're also learning when you're teaching them too. So it's, you, got, you got double positive for yourself. Well, that, that's, yeah. I think part of, part of my stuff, not to make this all about me, but it's the. It's all about you, man. I like it. Yeah. yeah cool hat. Like, you got cool. <laughs> you're nice. Thank you. Make it all about you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's the serving from a place of overflowing. You got to be taking care of yourself. It's the oxygen mask has to go on first before you put it on other people. And I think uh, as a, a natural people pleaser, it's that's something I'm learning. Um, but it's it's a little harder. <laughs> for yeah, me. You, 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 like, let me tell you something about that natural people pleaser. It's an interesting comment. And it's that it's extremely bad. And I'm telling you, you need to stop that now. And I'll tell you why. Um, if your natural tendency is to say yes, that's going to kill you. Your natural tendency should be to say no. Mm. Less is always more. And, uh, uh, and, 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 you know, Hunter, I talk about this all the time, narrow and deep, not wide. Wide is more, 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 but you're bringing on more things. Let's look at this. Let's look at that. So what happens is when your natural tendency is to please people, then every shiny object that comes in front of you, you have a tendency to say yes to. And that is a harder path to getting to where you really belong, you know, and you want, you want to stay narrow and deep. Mm. And that's some little verbiage right there. Not where you want to be, where you belong. Yeah. Where you belong. I mean, you're, you're, I can tell you're a nice guy and talented, you know, and if you Hunter wouldn't hang out with you. I've known him a little longer. 
<laughs> he he's got the, he's got the recommendation for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think truth. I mean, the truth is that I love young entrepreneurial people. You know, but there's no good entrepreneurial education. You know, I was mm-hmm. I'm looking at my son's going off to college, right? I'm sitting there going, all right, you know, that's that's great, right? I make him work for me. You know, so I make him actually come into my office and do things, and he's annoyed by it, right? So, you know, I, what, why am I doing it? Well, I can't just pay him for no reason and fund his Roth 401k and his deferred comp plan. But I don't think there's going to be any money for him in the future with the way the government's going. So I got to make sure he's got some cash, you know. So I, I can't do that without him working, right? So he gets a little bit of money, but his paycheck looks pretty big because I want him to have something in the future. But when I think about him going off to college in the traditional educational models that are out there today, you know, it'd be better if he went on and took a Google certification. He'd make 75,000 bucks a year. He's going to go out of school. He's going to drink beer and have fun and learn how to socialize. Very important. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's a very important thing. But you know, if we're talking about productivity, <laughs> you're better to get a Google certificate and, and do that. You know, I, 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 but I just don't feel like um, the traditional educational system is keeping up with how a – young entrepreneur is developing in the world and and it's all so their whole development is looking at tiktok videos with people with mclarens and shit that they're renting you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and you know i just got the new ap watch or that other one that's plastic that costs three hundred thousand bucks yeah you know, that stuff's great but you know it, it, that that's not this is about building blocks this is about self-improvement. I tell everybody who works here, and I could get Aaron probably might try to sneak out early today, but I would tell them every day, man, I want you to work harder on you than the job because the better you get, the better you'll do the job. So if we focus on making you a better person, you know, so that, that's what we do. You know, we got one person that's in the, that's joining the uh, Wharton advanced management program that we're paying for. We got another one getting their CFP. Uh, we got one that finishes CLU. Why? You know, because th- that just gives them more self-worth. You know, do I think that there's something in the CFP that's going to be game-changing that they're going to tell me that changes my business? No, I don't. But it gives them one more success notch in 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 their in their heart and their soul and belief in themselves. So if you work harder on you than you do your job, the job just gets better mm-hmm. all the time. You know. That's an interesting take. I don't think I've heard that before. I mean, like, like specifically in that way, like when you're talking to your employees, like, go work on you. You probably missed that. I probably missed that. <laughs> I mean, I had yeah, tried to. You're, I mean, probably like, too, you're probably too busy doing some shit that didn't matter. <laughs> I yeah, I was, I, write, was. I was writing emails while you were talking. Let's be realistic. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Nah, man, but I, I just, I really appreciate what you guys do. And I'm here to talk about whatever is kind of like self-help shit, but what I focus on is how do I make myself a better person? You know, if, you know, if I have a multi-millionaire, do I know what to do to get their taxes down? Yeah. You know, do I know how to help an average person do better? Sure. You know, but you know, that's working up to try to build their net worth. Absolutely. I'm almost more happy doing that than the, the multi, you know, 30 million or 40 million or 50 million or hundred million or $500 million guy. We do those cases, you know? Um, but the, a lot of those people, they earn that money, you know, and you can create explosive wealth, but nothing happens overnight. Every one of those people that had these, these, these successes worked really hard to get it. Usually if it's inherited money, they're going to lose it in two generations. They're going to have a broke grand, you know, grandkid at some point. So, mm. you know, it, it's just about 
earning everything. It's about believing in yourself. It's about building on on your on your skill set. Don't wish for things to be easier. Wish that you're better and then make yourself better. You know, that that's the key. I think that's kind of a um oh, what's it the hell's his name? Not a Zig Ziglar, but that would be more of a Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn used to say that all the time. Don't wish for things to be easier. Wish that you were better. You know? Yeah, that's great stuff, man. You know, that's really that's really what it is. And if 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 you're running into a competitive wall, just get better. And when you're young, mm. you got time, right? But don't waste it. Mm. The world's not against you, man. You know, <laughs> a lot of the, the a lot of the societal shit that I'm like, man, you know. You're young. This doesn't matter. You know, just be better. Be, be just be better. You know, be, just get better and grow. Is things have always been unfair. Shit, they're probably more fair now than they used to be. So just be better. You know, just focus on getting better. You know, yeah. with yourself. And then when you when you positively change, you know, the five closest people around you see it, and then they might start to positively change. So we have a compounding effect of self improvement. You know. And it matters, you know, that stuff really matters. Yeah. The world's going to be the world, but you can change yourself. You can't change the wind, but you can readjust your own sail, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's very true. So, well, yeah. What were you going to, I was going to pivot too. I was going to, you're going to pivot? I was going to well, talk about financial yep, stuff. Yep. So, yeah, minds. what is, I'm going to have my question. What is the, what is your, what do you think is the most important right now in the financial world? Wow. That's a really hard question. Um, it, you know, from the standpoint of it's it, it's very different. If I was younger, I would be very attentive to where I can get the most bang for my buck. So what I mean is if I'm at an employer and they're doing a match and say they match dollar for dollar up to 3%, I would sure as hell put 3% in to get their 3% because that's 100% return, Yeah. right? So I'm always seeking, well, I guess at any age, I'm seeking the greatest return that is guaranteed right so i'm mm-hmm. young i put in three i get three i got three that's a hundred percent return i'm I, I can't lose that's a no lose proposition right so that's that um if i'm young i'm going to be very attentive to utilizing tax smart strategies now here's why if i can put in three and put my three percent into a roth or a roth 401k and grow that tax free and then the company is going to put my matching three percent into tax deferred, which they have to, you know, I've got two buckets of wealth growing, right? So I think, I think when I'm starting, I'm always trying to find where can I get the best ROI? So that's, you know, spot number one, do I have a job where I have a matching contribution? Um, If I'm, if I don't have a matching contribution or I have more than that, I'm being attentive to debt, right? Because when people look at debt, they look at an interest rate, oh, I'm only paying 3% on it. But amortized math doesn't work that way. You've got to look at the unit of cost within debt. So let's say your payment's $1,000 on something, a house, right, or whatever. I don't know what this cost, right? And say that you look at that inside of that $1,000 that you're paying, $600 of that at that point is going towards interest only. So think about that. You're sending a check. You're buying $400 of equity, but $600 is going to the bank shareholders and the biggest bank shareholders are fueling their Gulfstream jets to fly over you while you're sending them money to keep on doing it. Right. So you got to spin the tables on debt and figure out, you know, Einstein said it best. 
you know, compounding interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He or she who understands it, earns it. He or she who doesn't, pays it. Mm. You know, so this is, this is him identifying the monetary system in a very concise, simplistic, well-said way, which is you either are compounding wealth or you're losing wealth based on how you're managing yourself. Now, I will tell you, there's a way not to get into debt. Live within your means. Mm -hmm. But it's really damn hard today whenever TikTok is showing you all this stuff and, you know, and, and, and you're looking at this and you're like, I want this, I want that, you know, and I, it's hard. I mean, and, and I think being a younger person, you are put in a very strenuous position. And then, you know, you guys are of an age where you're going to have kids and they're going to grow up with that shit. And then, you know, they're going to want things and then, you know, and you never want to deny your kids things, but you know, you, you're, you're, you're borrowing today and paying forever to have a little bit better life. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, that can become a problem. So I think, you know, get the easy money you get, take care of debt. As you get older and more affluent, the problem becomes the percentage of your money that's going towards taxation and then understanding really um, tax smart maneuvers to reduce legally your, your tax burden so that your wealth is more meaningful and beneficial to you and more meaningful and beneficial to your family. And honestly, at the end of the day, what it's really all about is having a productive, good life that makes you a good living mm -hmm. and the people that you love and care about you take care of them, you know, then they, 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 there's nothing for me, there's nothing more important than I, I, I could be okay anywhere. I'll just go, I can work and be okay. You know, uh, everything I got, I want it to grow and, and I want it to go to my son because I love him. He's wonderful. Pride and joy of my life. You know, I want, I want him to do well, but I would do it to him in an incentive type based trust where he's got to go be a productive <laughs> mm -hmm. person. He ain't getting yeah. shit for free or I'll give it all to charity because at the end of the day, what's wrong with our country is it's too soft. No one wants to do the hard shit anymore. You know, no one wants a, you know, no one wants a hard job. It's got to be easy, right? People don't want to be on a, people don't want to take calls anymore because it's demeaning. They're better than that because everything is all this, you know, fluffed up social media stuff and you know, hard work. If someone wants to work hard, this might be the greatest time in history to build wealth. So guys like you, you guys are going to be okay. The bad time, Jake, was nothing more than a nice trout to just make you harder and better, man. Just, just, just hardened up the constitution. To believe in yourself, man. And I know, Hunter, you haven't had it easy either. You know, it's not easy. Finding the right place, getting your stride is not easy, you know. Mm. But once you got it, man, it's uh, it's one foot in front of the other every day. Grind it out. And next thing you know, great things can happen. And there's there comes a point where when you really get it going, it pops up more than you ever expected. Like, it's like, wow, that really worked. And it's, you're almost like you're looking at yourself in a mirror going, Holy shit! I, I knew it was going to work. I didn't think it was going to work that good, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys got that in front of you, you know, and that's awesome. Yeah, so, and I really don't know what else you want me to talk about. I'll talk about anything you want. I mean, you're I'm killing it. This is yeah. This oh, is everything. I was going to say. So I'm glad you you you're telling us that we're young and we better enjoy it. This is, this has been the principle throughout this whole damn thing. No, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, you know, do, do 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 more smart things than stupid things. Yeah. You know, and but enjoy your life. You know, and um, and just focus you know, on it, growing. It, there's a lot to life more than 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 um, the things you see on social media. You know, it's those things really are designed to weaken the mind, not mm -hmm. strengthen the mind. You know, what I, what 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 I want you guys to really embrace is, I just want to get better as a person. 
I want to physically get better, mentally get better, professionally get better. And I want to get better every single day, you know, and work on you. The job will work itself out. You know, whether you end up here or there, you know, is this type of advisor, that type of advisor is irrelevant. You know, when you, when you hit your peak, you know, and you really have that self-belief, it'll all line up and it won't be like, it won't be like it sometimes is where you, you're not sure what the next step is or what to do. It'll become very transparent and clear. And transparency is what we all want. We just want a clear path. You know, what's the clear path to where I want to go? You know, definitely. I want to hear I your thoughts. It. So I'm, I'm already indoctrinated by, you know, Mr. Zagula, but what are your, like, what are your, what are your thoughts on this stuff? I mean, I, I love learning from people who are farther ahead of me and come from, not necessarily come from wealth, but have wealth and have learned how to steward that well. That's not my story. And I know that that's, that's definitely something I need. And I'm not uh, too proud to admit that, that even things that scare me or were recommended not to do, I'm still going to learn about them. I still want to understand them. Uh, and this, this concept of the, the marriage of financial products and tax. I mean, I already understand the, the tax benefits of real estate, but mm -hmm. compounding that, making that more efficient, that's something I, I want more of. So I'm probably going to steal this book from, from yeah, Hunter. Man, you're not, you're not steal it. And, and, and you, guys, you guys actually have me on video because I didn't know it was, it was getting recorded that I lied about the thing, but I, 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 I use a real estate deal to reduce by using bonus depreciation because I just don't, I don't live a big, I don't really live a big lifestyle. You, Hunter, have you been in here yet? Have you visited me? Not yet. I mean, like my only guilty pleasures, I like cars. And I've had a few really, really cool cars, you know. But I even stopped that. Like I, I just drive. I, I was going to go buy a new G-Wagon, but I, I'd like my 2018, and they want like $250,000. I'm from West Virginia, for God's sake. I don't spend that kind of money. It's like, it's like a house, right? So the, the point is, is that you, you want to – utilize wealth building in a tax efficient way every chance you can. So instead of making that number bigger in the book to impress people with that year, we did a huge, you know, real estate deal on a car wash because it was a uh, bonus depreciable because it's equipment, you know, and then, you know, but we've done real estate deals uh, in uh, pre-construction, you know, we've done really well with those and we own um, GPU, uh, we own a bunch of uh, NVIDIA and 3090 chips that, that kick off Ethereum that's worth nothing right now, but you know, that's <laughs> appreciable. You know, and, and it's all about tax control for us. But, you know, it, when we talk about stages, that's where I'm at. You know, I'm at that stage where that matters. And sometimes, you know, you, you take a chance and, and like the, 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 the 3090 NVIDIA chips that I have for bonus depreciation, it's really cool. Cause they're like, it's like a whole wall of these things. Like if they were running, you couldn't even hear me. It's like, it's like the worst experience. And it's like 120 degrees in there, but you know, it's kind of cool. And it, and it was, uh, there was two young guys and I really believed in them and I still believe, them. you know, they're, they're, we're not doing really great right now because we have all this outflow and, and, uh, you know, Ethereum is 15, 1600. It was at 4,000 for a while, you know, so we were like, like, you know, printing money. It was like little guns of money, shooting money out of there, <laughs> you know, but that's gone, you know, and we're, we're down to where we're doing okay. But, you know, they, they kind of in their minds because of youthfulness, they were like, they, they saw a straight line like this. That's not how this shit works, you know? So now what am I having conversations with them about, you know? 
It's the dips that make you strong. Same conversation we're having today with you guys. It's those dips, man. You know, it, it's kind of like if you could smile, you know, it's kind of like if you ever watch like, I don't know, like a boxing movie or an MMA fight and some dude just gets whacked and there's blood everywhere. And instead of like reacting, he just smiles. And then, you know, it's a bad situation because he's, <laughs> he's a lunatic, right? Yeah. So you want to be that lunatic that the world punched you in the mouth, you're bloodied up and you just smile at it and go, let's go. You know, round two, let's keep going. You know, you're going to win eventually. And I think that's like the thing that, that really, that's why I love having like Hunter and people in our group that are younger because, you know, when you get older, you're trying to make up, a lot of guys are trying to make up ground. That's hard to do. You know, you don't want to be a shoulda, I shoulda, I coulda, I woulda kind of guy. You know, you don't want to live a life of regret. You know, what you want to do is you, you really want to foster, and this is like completely, this is crazy shit that I talk to myself about. I'm so sure. But since this is, I don't know, you guys got me talking. This is perfect. This is perfect. Keep going. So, well, yeah, I discussed. Disgust is, is, is something that no one uses in, in motivational speak. Disgust is the greatest emotion of all time. You know, if you're disgusted with, uh, you know, your financial situation, you know, and you've got, you know, a, an old beat up car and a goddamn thing doesn't start and you're pissed off and you literally just, and I don't know if you can get arrested for this, but you catch the thing on fire. Right? It's a symbolism that you're just not going to have that life again tomorrow because you can't because you burnt you burnt the fucking car right the car's in flames right and you say I'm not wearing a shitty shirt you guys are dressed always really nice yeah you know, I'm gonna throw this shitty stuff I'm not doing this anymore right I'm just done I'm disgusted I'm done right if you you know I got friends of mine that are pretty good like really in the in the in the fitness business and they'll always talk about you know what they're looking for is whenever they bring in a a new client into their gym and they won't look at themselves in the mirror because they're just disgusted. You know, I just, I, I can't believe I'm here, you know? And so disgust becomes the driver and people like arc society, like, Oh, disgust. You, mean you can't talk. About it. It's terrible. No, it's not personal disgust. Like I'm personally disgusted with my situation and I am not going to allow it to, to survive another second. So if you turn that into, I'm personally disgusted with my situation, like you were saying when I kind of had to down year, and you were kind of, your self-talk got negative, right? Just do something. Motion is a precursor to emotion, right? I'm going to do something. What am I going to do? I don't know. I'm going to blow something up. It doesn't matter. Do something that symbolizes what was. Destroy it so that it can never be a, 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 a noose around you to hold you back, right? Mm -hmm. It can never hold you back. And more importantly, no one else can ever be held back by that because you destroyed it, right? Like this damn car is, you know, this car that doesn't start has pissed me off a thousand times, so I'm gonna burn it. And it's not gonna piss anybody else off. I'm not gonna sell it, even if it's worth 600 bucks. It doesn't matter. The idea is symbolisms to yourself. The only person you need to believe is you. This brings mm -hmm. up a story from college, which I'm not supposed to share my fraternity secrets, but every year we'd have like a retreat and our symbol was the Phoenix and we'd all go burn basically a stick and just like say something like we hated about last year and this a, yep. i lost that since college but it's a it was a really powerful just to sit in your, your group close group of friends and you know do something like that it, it, the, the big thing i think in like and, and this is i'm not qualified to talk about anything so i'm just talking about my personal experience you know i've got all that meditation stuff everything back there in the world but something physical emotion a, a physical motion can 
be the strongest precursor to emotion. And, and that's what I, it, it, it's, it's, it's strong stuff. And that, that's really a lot of these ideas I'm sharing with you were, you know, Jim Rohn, um, uh, Zig Ziglar, you know, Zig was great. Jim Rohn, I think was the greatest ever, uh, just on how to think to become really, really great. And he was the one that was talked about a, a physical act, a physical sign that I'm never going back there. He's the only person I ever heard use the word disgust. And then I've just, in my mind, expounded upon that because I think that, you know, until you get to a point of disgust, you don't change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're not talking about self-loathing or, or beating no, yourself up. No. I just, no, I'm not tolerating that shit another minute. Right. Not minute. You know, and, and, and like, it's kind of like you're saying, hey, I had a bad year. You know, then you get on a sales call or you're working with somebody kind of weren't on your game because you're feeling defeated from the time before. And you're like, you know what? I'm joining this sales group. It's twenty thousand dollars. I really can't afford it. All right, I'll go sell my car and I'm going to do it. And I'll take an Uber. I mean, crazy shit with every crazy successful person you'll ever meet, like crazy successful, has some story of when they were at the bottom of the pit. And they did something that nobody else would have done because it made no sense. So it's about, they just hit the, they hit the, their proverbial rock bottom. Self-loathing is where you just wallow in it, right? Mm -hmm. Disgust is where you're like, I'm disgusted with the situation. There's going to be change, not next week, not next month. Like in one second from this activity, I'm a different person, you know? And and I think that's a powerful emotion. Self-loathing is different. It's where you just have decided that you're defeated. You know, I, a youthful, if people are young and feel that, that's just tragic, but older people can feel that because what ends up happening is they just get into this position where they feel like they've missed so much, all these opportunities. That's why you take the shots. You know, what's the worst thing that would happen if you messed up? Oh, I filed bankruptcy. It's not China, man. They're not going to shoot you. Just gonna, <laughs> you, know, you go, you go put your tail between your legs and you're, you're embarrassed for a minute, right? So what? It's, and you get to start again. That's so encouraging. And, and you're probably the third person in the last month that has older and farther ahead wisdom, I mean, wealth, business, career, uh, that has said that. And somehow I feel like I don't, I'm not that young. I'm not. Time is short. It's fleeting. And that's another, another How piece. Hard? Uh, I just turned 32 on uh, on oh, Sunday. Christ, I didn't know you're that old. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing, man. I find him annoying. He's on uh, social media all the time. Jimmy V. Or is it Jimmy V? Gary V. Gary, Gary v. Yeah, what's his name? Gary V. Jimmy? Gary, Gary V. Gary right. V. Yeah. He's talking about if you're 55 years old, but he's just right. He's right. It's just his voice kind of penetrates my brain in a real, real weird, weird way. And he's always pushing NFTs that I think are bullshit. So, you know, it's, I think he's maybe a little self-promoting, but he's right about that. You know, 55, you're, you're not done. You got, you, you're still in the game, man. You got time. This is a different world. You know, what used to take 20 years to ramp up can ramp up in two now, you know, so use what's out there, you know, 32, man, you got all the time in the world, but here's the thing. Don't wait <laughs> do it now, you know, do everything now, make your mistakes now, fail as much as you can now. So that by the time you're 40, you actually kind of know what to do, right? Mm, kind of. Yeah, you're never going to really know. <laughs> like, you know, if you're going to calculate out every risk, you're never going to take a chance. Everything I've done made no sense. No sense. You know, I, I built I built an entire rating system 
mathematical rating system on insurance carriers. And people would say, well, isn't there AM Best, S&P, and Moody's? Yeah, they're all that. I don't believe any of them. I think it's all crap. So I built my entire system around, and I have extreme huge expenses to do this. I mean, you know, a guy like that I have working for us is a six-figure guy. And then I've got technology costs. Then I've got, you know, so, you know, on a whim, I, 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 and I'm fortunate, I'm in a position where I've earned enough and I've established enough. I could spend a quarter million bucks making a new idea that has zero sales and nobody thinks it's a good idea except for me. And it's a pretty good idea. You got, you got one. I think it's a good idea. It's a pretty good idea. <laughs> well, I got more than one, but thank you for being one of the first. And, you know, and the reality is that you know, we looked at these things differently. I just looked at it differently. And I said, you know what? I think what I'm looking at is actually the right answer. And I think what they're saying is the wrong answer. So I'm going to just build this whole thing. You know? Now, my partner, she's over there. She would tell you that I've spent millions of dollars on great ideas that didn't materialize. I never worry about them. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's that's the way it works. Because the ones the ones I've lost have cost millions. The ones I've done right have brought in tens of millions. So it's a difference, you know. But if I never tried, I would have never found those ones. That mm. were yeah, you gotta you gotta throw a hundred ideas on the wall, and one of them sticks. And you know, you vet them out, you know, and, and you yeah. get a, you get a circle of trust and say, is this absolutely stupid? You know, now the TSR, to be fair was the only one where everybody in my circle told me it was absolutely stupid. That was an idiot. But I said, you know, I know a little bit more here than you do. We're doing it. You know? <laughs> but I, you know, I just, I know a little bit more here. I, I'm positive I'm right, you know. And honestly, that was something from belief that actually, you know, that's that's pure belief, man. I just believe that I'm like, fuck it, I'm right, you know, and I don't care. I'm going to spend the money. I don't know if you're the kind of podcast where we cost, you can bleep those. Oh, yeah. No, it would cost. <laughs> I've cussed a lot, you know, I mean, and this is the least I've cussed, you know, most of you have been on calls with me, I cussed a lot more, so, but, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's how God made me, and I'm like, my mother was a Marine, I don't know if I've ever told you that, she's 80 years old, my mother was a Marine, and she's five wow. foot, four. yeah, man, so it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't an upbringing of, like, real, real super soft stuff, hold on a second, hey, Joe, I gotta call you back in a couple of minutes, I'm on a podcast, brother, all right, buddy, I'll call you back in five minutes, ten minutes, bye, sorry about that, um, so, uh, no, nah, man, I, I, I appreciate it. Is there anything else I can share with you guys or I got to call Joe? I mean, I'm sure and... there is, but we might have to have you back on cause we're, we're punching yeah. through an hour here. Yep. But that, well, that was a lot, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Really I don't even know it. what you wanted me here for, but I will tell you this. <laughs> I am so impressed with Hunter and Jake, I just met you, but I'm positive that, you know, you two are going to be super successful in anything you do. And here's what I love about it. You, you know, when we, we've, but for all your listeners to know, before we got on, I said, you know, what's the what's the point of the show? And you guys are like, all we want to do is put out valuable content that helps people. You know, if you help other people get better, you're going to get everything you want eventually. You know, and if you're a, a person that's in servitude of others and you truly care about the value you bring, everything kind of always works out. And it works out bigger and better than you ever dreamed. So I think you guys are going to kill it. So thanks for having me. And yes. uh, I'd uh, love to come back one time, maybe another time in the future. And I apologize for being a couple minutes late. No, okay. you are fine, Matt. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, last question, last question. So what, <laughs> if people want to get connected to, you know, a financial advisor, hears anything, they like they like what you hear. I mean, what, what, how to get connected with you and what are you looking for from our listeners? And you kind of know this, um, nothing. Uh, I don't want anything from your listeners. I want them to get value from you guys. You know, I, I mean, I, I really, you know, I have such a very tight, 
practice that I pretty much only work with law firms and I don't really solicit business. So I really don't want anything from your listeners other than for them to keep listening to you two guys. And I do think, Hunter, if you have, if there are people out there that are struggling with, you know, how do I, you know, get out of debt and have things in the future, I'd love for them to talk to you. And I think that you and Jake can figure out how to work closer together so that you can start to integrate. How do we help people get out of debt, start building wealth, get them involved in real estate and, and tandem between the two things that you know. And I do, my hope is that by our conversations on air and off air, that you two actually really figure out how to do that together. And what would be really cool is for you two to work on a white paper or maybe a book where you could give it to your listeners and start helping people. I mean, I'm guessing your listeners are probably your age, you know, and they can really use this help. And, you know, God, my son's going to be 19 years old. If he said, I want to buy an apartment building at 21, I'd lend him every dollar I had to try to get him in it. Because at the end of the day, imagine, you know, you're 40 years old and everything's paid off, you know, and you got all this flow coming in and you, you've made good decisions. So if you can help other people get there by the integration of certain financial products and real estate, I think you two could do a lot of good for a lot of people. So that's my only hope is that you two actually, my only, my only desire is that you two do that. How about that? That's the only thing I want. You're trying to, you're I, trying to give back, you know, I was trying to give you a little bit, but all right. Overly give it to, I deserve nothing. more. <laughs> Thank you guys. You have a wonderful day. Appreciate you both. You too. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Go ahead and give us a follow on our Facebook page if you'd like to stay connected. And if you want to go deeper with us, join our Facebook group. And here you can join the conversation, you know, share resources with each other and uh, network with other like-minded people like yourselves. And if you know someone that would get value out of the episode today, we'd be honored if you shared the show with them. Until next time, progress over perfection. (laughs)